Welcome to the Travel Lounge today and I'm continuing my exciting series of Ambassadors to Spain and I'm delighted to be joined today by Fiona McAndrew who is the hotel manager for the Royal Garden Villas in Tenerife, part of the Grupo Golf Resort. And Fiona, it's so lovely to chat to you. I was lucky enough to meet up with you there last January when I was down in Tenerife. Good afternoon, Ed. It's lovely to hear your voice again. Yeah, and yours too. Listen, I had a wonderful um, uh, trip when I was down there last year and I stayed in the Green Garden Villas. And I have to say that, or the Green Garden Resort, Fiona, should I say, and I have to say that it was one of the nicest holidays I've had. Now, it was obviously a bit quieter than normal, which was nice, but I really, I mean, Tenerife, of course, is the largest of the islands uh, of the of the Canary Islands. And I mean, Fiona, you were telling me that you've been living there, your lucky thing, for thirty four years. I know, I know, thirty four years. It's such a long time. It's a lifetime, really. I mean, I'm here obviously a lot longer than I was in Ireland. Well, I'm too young You're looking very well, I can tell you. And, Fiona, what brought you, what brought you to Tenerife? Okay, well, I, first of all, when I was growing up, I don't know why. I mean, it happens to a lot of people, I'm sure. But I always felt in my bones, I just felt the need to live in a warm place. I I visioned myself always being in a warm place. And I think the weather was the first thing that, you know, attracted me to it. But um, I came on a holiday. It was a a very unusual story, actually, because it was an unexpected holiday. I came on with some friends at the last minute. And I absolutely fell in love with the place. So, of course, um, to take off and leave home at that age, I was 20 at that point, you know, I was very young and um, it was very worrying for everybody initially. But I was absolutely so decided that I wanted to give this place a go. So um, I decided to take leave of absence from my work in Ireland. I was a dental nurse at the time and my boss very kindly knew that I was planning on going away at some point. So he said, well, go on, off you go and get it out of your system, hopefully, and then you'll come back. So I came over for three months and and here I am, 34 years later. I, my husband at the time um, has lovely family. I spent a lot of time with them. So I learned all my local Spanish and learned about the island and about the place with a beautiful family. Um, I got involved with tourism. I actually had a little bit of a crossroads because at the same time that I got a tourist job, I also got a dental nursing job. So that's a little bit like sliding doors. I don't know what way my life would have gone had I taken the dental job. But I took the tourist one, which was an Irish gentleman who um, was the in handling agent for club travel from Dublin. So I started from scratch with him, looking after the Irish people off the plains. And then I basically went from that to, gosh, budget travel I worked for for years. Then I got involved with a travel agency, another handling agency, a much bigger one. And I actually was the front for most of the new tour operators that came into the island. All these little groups that now form part of um Jet 2 and all these big operations. They were all lots of small companies and I was like the front for them. I also looked after our American visitors when we had Americans into the island and basically practically did everything. I worked at the airport. I had an Irish bar with my husband for a few years and um, then I got involved in a golfing agency. So by the time I met the 
company that I'm with now, I, I pretty much think they, I thought I had been around, you know. But now, <laughs> now I thought I thought I knew everything at that stage. I was very wrong, um, because I got involved with this amazing company. Um, they're just terrific to work for, but they're uh, very successful because they're very very driven. They work very hard. It's all very very well earned. But we have two. We have a new spectacular hotel called the Royal River Luxury Hotel, which was built in December, and the hotel next door is the Royal Garden Villas that I manage for the last fifteen years, and that was only just open when I met these wonderful people. And I started to work with them and and never looked back. So, you know, all of the experience through the years stood to me when I met them. And um, most of the job was the relationship with the guests, really, mainly. And then it turned into um, manager of the hotel operations and everything here inside inside as such and we have two other lovely hotels the Grand Oasis Resort and also the Green Garden Resort and they're a little bit more family orientated but uh, four star and quite similar when it comes to the upkeep and the care because I have to say our hotels are absolutely beautiful Ed I think you can vouch for that yeah, I, I, indeed, I can. I mean, I was chatting tomorrow and Dahi there. We, we, got, we got to get a few little travel bits in um, before the season ended. And we were chatting about um, the Green Garden Resort where I stayed. And I have, you know, I loved it. I mean, you were, there was, I mean, I think there was probably, I was like Millionaire's Row, Fiona, because all the houses there seemed to be all like <laughs> yes, pretty. Yeah. They, they yeah. were pretty, worth a few bob. But the, the resort itself I loved because you had different swimming pools. Again, it was, it catered for you know, couples and there was family stuff and you'd add, you know, a really good, the food was terrific. I love a good breakfast. And I mean, you could sit there and have, God, there was such choice, but, and you had your own little, I mean, I remember with our one, we had the little duplex and you had your own little sun area downstairs. Yeah. You could do private if you didn't want to know, hang out by the pool. And of course, then just literally 15, 20 minutes down the road, you were down at the main center. Well, that's the, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's a great location from that point of view because it's nice and quiet, but still you're near enough to everything, you know. And um, oh, it's such a lovely complex, the Green Garden Resort. It really is. I mean, they would have a lot of repeat guests now that would be used to traveling regularly and, and going back and forth. And we've been open, you know, we've been absolutely blessed that we've managed to open. Um, the Royal Garden Villas were open since the 31st of July and the Green Garden Resort was not too long after that, I don't think. We opened the Oasis Grand Resort last week. So, you know, we were very, very lucky to be able to work through the pandemic. Mm. The, the Royal Garden Villas is, is very exclusive. It's a beautiful five-star boutique hotel. I absolutely adore it. But with the concept, we were very lucky because we don't have crowds. So we were able to adapt completely to the measures with um, the coronavirus and work, you know, very yeah. safely for a year and a half. We did not have one incident I know, I know. Since we opened, you know, which I think is a really good sign. Yeah, I think that was incredible because, to be honest with you, I was very impressed with that as well. Um, First of all, all the staff, of course, are vaccinated in Spain. I mean, the Canary Islands have that insurance. I mean, I've been talking about it a lot, that insurance thing in place where if anyone does, they're that confident, Fiona, that if anyone does get COVID, they pay all your bills, basically. And I mean, the, the incidences have been so low. What I love about... Um, the interesting, I mean, one of the first times I went to Tenerife, actually, I was on a stargazing holiday, would you believe? And I suppose a lot of people may not know that it's famous for telescopes and for the research it does in astronomy as well, which is, it is, it kind is. Of, you know, mm-hmm. and then I discovered, you know, the, you know, the, the, in terms of a holiday island, I mean, I suppose years ago it had kind of, it, it had an image of being a little tacky and stuff and it's completely changed. It's shed that completely. I mean, I was, 
I was actually quite blown away by the restaurants, the the, le- the, the food offerings, the, the you know the levels, the variety there as well. And mm. I mean, of course, a nature Tenerife, and I suppose you love it as well as a nature lover's paradise. I mean, you've Mount Ida, the volcano. You could be on the moon when you're doing the tour up there. But gastronomy. I know you work with the golf group there. So, I mean, all the hotels have golf courses, which are beautiful. Besides, so you're surrounded by greenery. But yeah. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, in a minute have thought over the years, like Lanzarote would, of course, be a favourite with the Irish. And, you know, I think Tenerife is really coming back now as, a, as, a, oh, as quite well, a sophisticated offering, Fiona. Oh, my goodness. I mean, entirely in the whole time that I've been here. I mean, I would say probably really a couple of years before with the Royal Garden Villas was built, maybe going back sort of 17 years. I mean, they built up the whole Costa Deque area, invested so much money in, in so many different aspects. I mean, I personally couldn't actually believe that the transition and the change in the place from, you know, when it was a small little resort 34 years ago. But I mean, the amount, it became so, so highly popular for Five Star. I mean, through recessions and through the pandemic, there still is a massive market for five star, you know, and we have a lot of five star hotels here and they're amazing all around the area. There are lots of them, but there definitely is a demand because it's, you know, it's of such a, a much higher category now. And then to live here also, I mean, gosh, it, the system is amazing. I mean, we're, we're, everybody is being vaccinated now and they're moving so fast. They're onto young people already and um you know everything to do with the system is just is just marvelous i mean particularly in a difficult time like this it's when i've really noticed how lucky i am and how wonderful it is to be here i mean it's dreadful missing family i never was away from home for more than six months in 34 years i always traveled home at least two times a year if not three and i mean that's dreadful you know missing family but please god that'll all you know come back soon enough but outside of that it has been the most comfortable place to be the safest place to be um everything about the system i think they've handled really well here and then to be fortunate enough to be working through it all because of the concept that we have in the hotel you know but i think tenerife people who were here 20 years ago they need to come back and physically see because there's no amount of publicity or or photos or mm. anything visual that will portray the difference in the place i mean from a food point of view gastronomy Gastronomy, for example, our family, uh, the company family, the two gentlemen, the two sons um, run the Monkey Beach. We have a fabulous restaurant called the Besame Mucho and the Monkey Beach. And they're just up there with the best in gastronomy. They really are. So now they're focusing, one of them is focusing on the restaurants in the new hotel. And they're just already, I mean, they've won so many awards anyway, but they're already started to, you know, get ready for more awards there. So gastronomy-wise here in Tenerife, I mean, as I say, we have this on our doorstep, but even going outside, all of the other restaurants, the standard is amazing with food, you know? It really yeah, is. I had, um, I went to the Monkey Beach Club and it is really, I mean, first of all, it is the ultimate in treating yourself. You're sitting uh-huh. there overlooking <laughs> the, the beautiful bay I had scallops I had um, we did a kind of a tasting and I remember I had beautiful um, I think it was sea bass but they did just the flavours and then there was this traditional sort of a a fish stew I mean I tasted a lot of things there to try them and then the wine but 
amazing value I found, you know, compared to, you know, if you're pricing compared to like, you know, sort of international standards, but Absolutely, it was yeah. just complete, like you forget about the world when you're at the Monkey Beach Club <laughs> and you're <laughs> sitting there. Oh my God. It's just, yeah, it's a see, must. just beside you. It's like almost being on this like top luxury cruise. You know, the sea is just there beside you, but the food is amazing. And I mean, you've got, there's lots more of that to look forward to in the Royal River Luxury because they're focusing so much on a French restaurant and Orient and then the top bar upstairs I mean it's really because I've got a really good chef there too the chef was uh, one mm. of the monkey beaches or uh, monkey bar and grill one of their um, one of their better chefs so they're very lucky to have him back too with them which is great you know but um, yeah in every way it's just improved so much it really and is you know a, what was, quite you an know amazing was- island yeah, I mean, we had, I mean, I was like, we went to the garden villas actually for a lunch in one of the cabanas and it was just gorgeous. And it was not too, you know, it was a lovely casual, but again, I mean, just the offering again, you're sitting there. It was so relaxed. So, I mean, it was just so peaceful and the food was lovely. And they, I mean, I've never actually, I've seen lots of hotels over the years. I've never seen one with the river running through it that you can swim in. right? And that was just, I mean, that was just something it was like, wow, wow, this is just like, it's very it was gorgeous. Very, it's very spectacular now, I have to yeah, say, really. Yeah, and I, yeah. you know, I didn't think that there was more to come after Royal Garden Villas. I mean, as you said, the Gasebo, you did have your lunch there privately. Well, that's a little secret that we have, Ed. That's not for everyone. But anyway, mm-hmm. you had your lunch in our Gasebo by the pool, which is amazing. <laughs> what? I love to hear that it's not for everyone. You're make, I mean, I feel a little bit special now. That's great to hear. <laughs> it's a special occasion. Um, but down in the Royal River, um, yeah, absolutely. The whole the whole idea and the concept, it's so unusual. You know, it really is. It's very chic and, I, and, and people are loving it, you know. It's very unusual. As well, Fiona. I mean, you. I mean, people. I obviously, lot of people will know. I mean, you know, the, the Tenerife and the location of it. But you know, this tropical island just off the west coast of Africa. You know, with these amazing. I mean, we have the cliffs of Moher here. You have Los Gigantes. Oh, Los Gigantes. Yes. These cliffs, and they are absolutely. You can walk across and see. Them. They're spectacular. And of they course, you really have really are. Yeah. To cruise up north, you've got two climates there. I mean, did you ever? Did you ever think you'd end up on this tropical? Tropical island off the west up west coast of Africa, Fiona. I hate to say that I I, I kind of hoped I would. <laughs> yeah, of course you <laughs> I, did. I thought I thought it was maybe it was always a kind of a dream, you know. And I mm. remember having a conversation with my sister, who's an artist. She's a beautiful pianist, and we were talked about our dreams. And I said, "Well, I'd like to be up at the top of a high building, running it." <laughs> I thought. Okay, it's not a high building, but it's a big building. It's a special building. And um, Barbara had her dreams for her piano playing, you know. But I, I think there was a part of me, definitely, jokes aside, definitely with the heat. I, that was something that hugely attracted me. And when I came here, I have to say, um, the people, the people for me, mm. that was so huge. It really was. I mean, I, gosh, I just couldn't get over how nice the people from the island were. Um, so then it became kind of both. And then, as you say, when you start, you know, to move around Tenerife, obviously you, you know Tenerife very well and you've certainly done your homework. But like the contrasts going around the island, I mean, up in the north, the, there's a lot mm. more rain in there. In the winter months, it's so green and lush. And then the volcano and then Los Gigantes on the west coast. Those cliffs are just amazing. Cosmopolitan city of Santa Cruz. I mean, it's and it takes like an hour to go, well, an hour and a quarter to go around it, an hour and a half, you know. Yeah, the roads are amazing too. I mean, they've done fabulous work on the roads to get around. It's oh. really just a bit, a bit incredible, you know. 
Absolutely. And I mean, you have UNESCO heritage sites there. I mean, look, I tell you, I saw a lot of first. I mean, I saw the Milky Way first in Tenerife. I saw um, those uh, killer whales. Uh, what did they call the orca, which were like, I saw wonderful. And they were treated so well there in that park that they have the oh, sea the world. the Laurel Park and Parrot yeah, Park in Central Cruz. One of yeah. the largest in Europe. It's amazing. Yeah, it says the shows I mean, are incredible. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, and the I mean the the pine infused forests. I mean, I mean up the, up north there, of course. The I mean to go up and have a a day a day trip up in Santa Cruz. The architecture it really is it's and it is that lovely the contrast and this as you said like so there is a, an awful lot to do. I mean we know we're saying it's the largest island of the Canaries, so it does give you great scope, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I mean, I remember people saying to me, "Oh gosh, do you not feel like confined on an island?" I never felt like that here. And I've been on other islands and other Canary Islands. And I thought it's absolutely beautiful, but I think I would be a little bit confined here. But in Tenerife, I never felt like that. Mm. I think because, you know, of the of the contrast, I mean, it really is quite different from north to south alone. You know, it really is. I don't feel ever that it's small by any manner means, you know. Yeah, and for people, I suppose, Fiona, for people that are going over now, I mean, in terms we spoke there about, I mean, the food, right? Um, yeah. Like, I mean, like I know patatas bravas, I suppose, is something from the <laughs> from the from Lanzarote and from different stuff. What would be your What would be your recommendation to say to people to be a little bit adventurous and to try? Not mind all the gorgeous wines, of course. Exactly. Oh gosh, I think definitely seafood. You yeah. know, I think people. I know in Ireland we've got the best seafood in the west of Ireland, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct? Yeah, well, you could be yeah, a Cork would say Cork would have something to say about that, maybe oh can say <laughs> <laughs> But go on. Okay, so my geography is not great. It's a long time since I was in Ireland, but I know we've great seafood there. So there you go. It must be Cork. I think it's Cork, all actually. over the place. Yeah, but indeed, but I don't think uh, you know a lot of people are not very adventurous with seafood. I find, and it's just out of this world. That that would be the first thing, and particularly here. Obviously, it's all so fresh and everything. It's yeah, lovely. And course. then the Canarian food. I don't think I know anybody who doesn't like Canarian tapas. I mean, everybody yeah, likes delicious. Canarian tapas, Spanish mm. tapas, you know, everybody does. So that's another another good one. But they're, they've, they very much like their food. You know, I find here there's been a lot of places through the years, but definitely the well-known ones, they just don't go wrong. You know, they 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 really don't. Um, it is important to find out. It is important to, you know, to check out the recommended ones because obviously they're recommended for a reason. Of course, and that's I mean, the only I, thing. I mean, going. I remember just walking from from the from the resort from the Green Garden Resort. I remember just walking downtown and going to there's some gorgeous, very tasteful, very classy supermarkets there and sort of shopping malls, I guess. But I couldn't believe. I mean, like filling the trolley with a few, you know, a few, a few little bottles of this and that, Fiona meats, cheeses. <laughs> I mean, like I, I just couldn't believe that. Genuinely, I was like, just made a mistake here. This can't be right. The prices were so good. Standard of living, exactly. When you'll have gone over to the Siam Mall, I would imagine the yes. open air shopping centre on the other side. Yeah, and there's a good, it's a Hyperdino, I think it's called. But those big supermarkets, yes, they're so reasonable. Yeah, you know, no the standard wonderful. of living from that point of view is really quite good by comparison. I believe it's got very expensive now at home, you know. But Oh, yeah, crazy. I mean, look, I mean, it's just, I mean, in terms, and as well there, I mean, you know, in terms of quality, like for digital nomads and people that want to go there, I know you do specials, long-term stays as well. But I mean, it's a job. I mean, to go, it's a kind of place you'd say to yourself, geez, I'd live here for a month or two. Absolutely no problem. Just like a little bit of paradise, you know, really. Absolutely. Well, this is getting really big also for people who can work from home. 
A lot yes. of people you'll find, you've probably seen it on social media, a lot of people are, are sort of going away to foreign places because they find that they can work from anywhere, really. With obviously with pandemic, people have got used to working on their computer and working from home. So that's another thing, too. You know, people are kind of looking for nice spots to come to yeah. come and work. We have quite a lot of people in the hotel on and off that are here working. Yeah, no, I saw, mm. I met a few people actually when I was there as well. And you know, it was also great, Fiona, like, I mean, we get a lot of stuff here about prices and things, but I was over there and I got my teeth cleaned. I had a little massage or two. <laughs> I had I had a complete overhaul, right? And uh, just, you know, it's just, you could just pamper yourself. And, you know, it was just such good, again, like good value, but you could really, and the quality, I mean, the, the you know, the standards in the clinics and the, the quality, you know, people would think, you might think an island, oh, it'll be a bit backwards. The opposite I found, you know, I was buying bottles of cod liver oil there for like half the price I was paying here. I was, you can go a little bit. I would say to go, don't fill the suitcase, whatever you do anyway. Well, exactly. And pharmaceuticals too, like are, there, there is a bit, quite a bit of a difference with them. But that's a great dentist that you went to. That, that They're very good. I love them there. They're very good. I must say, yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, well, listen, Fiona, it's 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 lovely to talk to you today. And again, you're bringing me back now to happier times. I think I'm probably going to go. <laughs> I'm definitely going to get over now. We're we're all opening up here again. I'm we're vaccinated, and thank goodness everyone now. Yes, here is what's really happening, vaccinated. by the way, in 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 Ireland? When are you when are you when are you looking to open up travel? Yeah, the, well, we, in terms of that, we're going to adopt, we're adopting the EU digital certificate. So we're looking at, I think we're just a little bit behind. It's the 1st of July, European, Europe wide. And then I think we're going to be the 19th we're looking at here. So, you know, without. Wow, without, that's really uh, good news. Yeah, it's great. So, I mean, a lot of people are booking already to get over. And for Spain, of course, Fiona, people, we don't need a PCR test anyway to enter Spain at the moment. It's just coming back. But when that, when the EU digital cert kicks in and you're vaccinated or you've had COVID or there's different stipulations, then, of course, you'll be able to travel, which is wonderful. And we were saying earlier, hospitality in Spain, you've got your cases there were so low. So, I mean, you know, it's going to, it's one of the safest places that you can go to. In fact, well, exactly. Henry. This is it. And, and and indeed, yeah, with the two vaccinations, well, obviously the Janssen is the only one that's won, but with the rest of them, with the two of them now, we don't require a PCR either if they're in the last eight months, which they will be, or if somebody has had COVID in the last six months either. So yeah. that frees people up a little bit, you know, because this sort of heavy expense of extra PCR tests to travel, they were almost the price of a flight, weren't so it's exactly. really good now that at least everybody's going to be vaccinated. So if you're vaccinated, well, at least you get the freedom of being able to being able to travel. You know, I think it's just precautions all the way, really. Do the Brilliant. best you can and try and get back to, to normal as much as we can anyway, you know. Yeah. But, so, um, I mean, for your, okay. have, you, have, have you got any top tips? Tell us, tell us your favourite beach where nobody goes, I, will you? I Everyone always to wants to me. know that. I thought you were going to ask me if I was vaccinated, Ed. I was going to just <laughs> boast there that, yes, I was. Two you're telling us you were done months ago. <laughs> yes, I'm well vaccinated. My favourite beach, okay, I'll tell you, because nobody will follow me anyway from there, I'm sure. Um, the actual centre of Los Cristianos, the port in Los Cristianos. I don't know why, but I'm nearly sure it's the cleanest water I've ever seen. And I love the seawater. The seawater is really important to me. I always go for a swim on the day I travel to Ireland in case they don't let me back for some reason. And that's in <laughs> Christmas as well. <laughs> Well, that's brilliant. And, I, and, and you know, if, if anyone is a little bit adventurous as well, I would say, you know, certainly base yourself down there, but get up to, I mean, La Oratava, or as you call it, La, La Oratava, yes, which is like going course. back in time, or, oh, you know, the yes. natural, the Teda, the Teda, as you pronounce it, natural park there Teda, as well. Yes, yeah. Just, you know, 
the volcano they're amazing and just you know the nature of course the gardens in Tenerife we haven't even mentioned so and of course I, I mean know, you know people, I know there's so much yeah to Irish people of course like to go for sun and beaches you know it's like so I mean of course you've all of that plus all the wonderful stuff we've been talking exactly about. but it just takes a day out doesn't it just to take a car for a day is ideal. I mean, you don't have to go traveling. It's so small and from another perspective that in a day, really, you can see, you know, most of the nice parts or even two days and then the rest of the day on the beach yeah, as well and, and relax because people do go away from the sun a lot, don't they? Oh, yeah, brilliant. And I mean, look, I we, we had a little, we'd one or two naughty nights down there in the town as well and we were singing karaoke, <laughs> Fiona, in some great, there was a great Irish bar. Your man was lovely with some sl- or somewhere and like God, you know it was just brilliant I mean to, to actually enjoy that and people are chomping a bit so you can do all that as the nightlife of course you know brilliant nightlife in Tenerife as well and exactly. great sing songs and great crack well basically there's everything here yeah. in fairness you know there is now there is there is you know after 34 years I can honestly say there's everything here that's wonderful. And Fiona, there's, so, I mean, so like you're, 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 you're happy in Tenerife anyway, and that is going to be, that is going to be where you're going to stay. I, I can feel that's, that's home for you now. Oh, completely, completely. And definitely, as I say, uh, one of the beauties of here was that you could get a flight the next day. You felt so close to home. That's been a little bit scary, I have to say, but well, hopefully, you know, that'll pass. That's the only thing that I've kind of noticed. But other than that, absolutely. My life is here and, um, yeah, best choice I ever made. Really, really is. Yeah. Can you give us uh, what's your website there if anybody wants to check out some of your lovely places? Well, my Royal Garden Villas is www.royalgardenvillas.com. Brilliant. That's terrific. And that would be connected automatically to the other hotels. You can connect to the Royal River Luxury Hotel. Don't forget to check that one out. And the Green Garden and the Gran Oasis Resort. You can connect to them all from there. Brilliant. Well, listen, Fiona, you are an unashamedly wonderful ambassador for Tenerife, <laughs> I have to say. And I'm really looking forward to getting down to see you again at some well, stage in the next few months. Exactly. And we'll, 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 we'll talk, I'm sure, in the meantime, but that will be lovely to see you again. Ed. Thanks ever so much. Fiona McAndrew, manager of the Royal Garden Villas. It's been a pleasure. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias, Ed. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.